Yo. Well, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm Digga Jones. This is my correspondent, Red, and this is Digga and Two Guns News and Views. Now, today is a show that the fans requested. They wanted me to interview Red. So, long story short, a lot of people know that Red's my little brother, but a lot of people were complaining that they don't know too much about him. So, Am I? Are you what? Am I your little brother? Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we think about those. Uh, yeah, so but there was some questions you know that they had that I'm going to you know ask you and that you're going to answer. And I added some questions in myself. So what I did was I mixed all the questions in. That cool, cool. So, so safe to say, um, <laughs> this is a show all about me, part two, pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, so sh- shout out to yoga. Uh, Killer Mike um, for the last interview show that I did. Right, right. I still, I still owe him one. So yeah, it's just you know, it's funny because for some odd reason, everybody's just like, "Yo, get Red back on the show" because he has the best stories. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, it's because I'm long winded. I keep him. I, I, I'm very entertaining. So we got a lot of questions, and you're going to be long winded on a lot of these. So uh, the I, I try to keep it short. Uh, the first, straight to the point. The first question is a question that we got a lot. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Can I up? can I give myself a formal introduction? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. What up, y'all? So this is Red. I'm back. This is the Red Show Volume Three, I think. Uh, not, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um. Before we get started, thank yeah. y'all for the questions, and I uh, look forward to answering them. All right. So the first question was asked by a lot of people. And it was like, um, it's what was it like having me as your older brother? Ooh, um, very interesting. Um, the question and the experience of, of you as my older brother. Um, no, it was it was great. I, I learned a lot from you, and I, I uh, we have stories for days because we've done some ridiculous things and and went through many different. For, adventures. For, those, for, those, for those who really don't know, me and Red, we're only 13 months apart, so it's just like, it wasn't even like a little brother, for the most part. It was almost growing up with, I wouldn't say a twin, because I, me, to me, Red and I never had roles, you know what I mean? Right. It wasn't older brother, little brother. By age, it was, you know, that way, but I never looked at him as a little brother, if that makes sense, because we were growing up at the same time, and like I said, 13 months apart. Yeah, and it was it was always one of those things. It was like, you know, uh, when I think of the traditional little uh, big brother, I, I think of like like a protector and and and, and learning from from that person and and watching them for an example, which I truly did with you. But I think we 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 done a lot of that uh, amongst each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well, uh, definitely. Um, from a pr- protection standpoint, and just looking out for me, um, you you had your fair share throughout a lot of times in my life where you stepped in and and uh, looked out for your boy. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Even though it wasn't the traditional big brother feel that you see on right. TV and shit, you know, um, you you still had that mindset and mentality. So it was good. I learned a lot from you. 
So the next question is a guest question. And this one made me laugh because I wonder if we're going to come up with the same one. It said, growing up close in age, fights are inevitable. Is there any particular fight that you remember? Fight with who? You? Yeah, with me. Uh, no. Uh, there's, I, there's one I remember though. Was it the one at the basketball court? It it actually is. Uh, so, I mean, we fought a lot. We that's just what it was. But I think the fight at the basketball court was legendary to me because for um, let me tell the story from my memory. I came down with a rebound, but I actually um, wait, I wait, 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 wait. Before we get started, oh, go ahead. Isn't that the one where you beat me up? No, it was no. There was really no winner or loser in that fight because I got a cheap shot, and you got one of the. All right, I'll tell the story. So, long story short, me and Mark, we were playing against each other in basketball. I got a rebound, but when I came down, I always came down, and I would always, you know, wave my elbows, you know, just to clear the ball. But I cleared the ball a little too hard, and I cleared it in your chest. Now you're just like, yo, that was foul. You know, that was foul. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just cleared the ball. And you're like, no, nah, that's foul. Check up or jump ball. I'm like, we're not doing no jump ball. That's a fair rebound. So out of nowhere, like, you're talking shit. Like, for those who don't know, when my brother gets angry, he talks shit. So he's still talking. And I literally tossed the ball at the back of his head, which provoked him to, you know, charge at me. So when he's charging, I got a cheap shot, you know, in the chest, you know. And my brother, he grabs the back of my neck and I try to pull away. And he got me so good with his nail. I had like a Wolverine scratch in the back. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. It is blood dripping all down my back. And when Mark saw that, Mark's like, yo, man, like, we should stop while we're ahead. I'm like, <laughs> like you know, no, I'm bleeding. <laughs> you, you know what, it, what, what a lot of our, I mean, especially with basketball, a lot of the squabbles and things when it comes to like sports and basketball and stuff. I'm a like I, I tend to sometimes be a very competitive person in, in certain aspects and certain things. And I think it was just like a, a competitive nature. It wasn't I, I don't yeah, wasn't ever I don't ever remember a time in life like where we got into a I mean, obviously like when you're younger, teenagers, like uh, and like little kids, you'll fight over whatever the fuck family fights over. But I don't think I've ever remember no, we've we've never just sat there and put Dukes up just for the sake of putting Dukes up. Yeah, which is weird because I I have seen some brothers and sisters, if you will, in the past do that shit. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot also. So the next one is, I decided to do a little small game called Word Association, and stories are going to come out of this. Okay. Okay. So the first word association. A little nervous on this one. The first one is femininity. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so who, who's on this song? It was Eric Benet, right? Eric Benet, yeah. So Eric Benet had a song uh, <laughs> called Femininity way back in the 90s at some point, late 90s yeah, or some shit. <laughs> um, so this story actually involves church shoes. <laughs> so I... Uh, <laughs> I didn't do what I was supposed to do in school, and I ended up going to summer school. And my parents didn't like it, whatever, whatever. And I was um, at summer school, and my parents decided to punish me by making me go to school 
in these busted church shoes. These they were like old, older, just busted church shoes. Now, now, mind you, I'm wearing like like NBA jersey shorts and church shoes. You know what I mean? Like the same kind of shit that you like them old grandpops wear like a at a, at a cookout, right? So. Uh, like your uncle that works the grill, that's like like his his uniform. So, um, yeah, it was pretty brutal because I actually, <laughs> I actually remember. Um, I, first off, the school was in Hanahan, so yeah. I mean Hanahan not so bad if if y'all know where we're from in South Carolina. But there was a <laughs> lot of there was a lot of ghetto ass niggas from the Goose Creek and North Charleston area that came yeah. to this school. And they they did not. Hey, you know what? If you want to talk about building up, uh, character, building character. Yeah, they did not let your boy off easy, man. They was clowning your kid, your boy, <laughs> clowning your boy. You know, I, I took in a stride for a couple of reasons. Uh, um, a couple of reasons why I took in a stride is because like my homeboys who were there with me, they knew what was up, and they. They didn't. They was just like they were clowning me too, but they was like, "Yo, they know what was up." And then also, you know, granted, I had the church shoes on. I was still pretty charming, and um, I met two females who kind of also hung around and and looked out for me when we had a little snack or lunch period, whatever the fuck, however they do it in summer school. They used to sit and chill with me, and one actually, uh, like, like she, she was actually. She was actually like really bad too. She she ended up being a a, a cheerleader for the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Um, yeah. But uh, but they 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 set kicked it with me, and that kind of helped me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was it was bad. It was brutal. Oh, these church shoes were bad too. They were penny loafers. <laughs> you know the ones with the no, little. They, no. <laughs> They're the penny loafers with the decoration on. Yeah, so you know, like the little lassos or little whatever the fuck they call them on top of the shoes. Tassels, yeah, the tassels. Little tassels. Oh yeah, they had those shits on there, and they had the little cut to where it was like the, the uh, this, them shits were bad, bro. And they were two different color browns. <laughs> Man, yo. So my next word association is the off the wall tape. Oh, off the wall tape. Uh, the first ever album I've ever received and could own and call it my own. And I got it from I got it from my parents, my my mom. Yeah. Um, we got this old. My my dad upgraded his whole stereo system, so he gave us this old nineteen like early nineteen eighties some bullshit stereo system. But, which was dope. shelf unit. Shelf unit. It was dope because you know we had our music and shit. And she yeah. gave us um, a tape, and the tape that she gave me was Michael Jackson off the wall. And I used to listen to yeah. it every every day, and it ended up being my favorite album. It still is currently my favorite album of all time versus any other album that this world has ever came out with. Um, right. And like, so I still got to rank top top. One, it's an amazing album. Uh, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Uh, I do got one other story about this tape. Go ahead. And I remember with this uh, with this radio, you can 
like for those who remember, I know we probably got a lot of younger listeners who don't even know what the hell a tape is <laughs> or a cassette tape is. But I remember there was a point in this tape at the beginning of Don't Stop Where You Get Enough. Uh, you, Daniel, decide to put a piece of tape at the top. And I know those folks who don't know anything about old cassette technology don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You decided to put a tape up top and record over it. And when you record over it, you actually record over the music. And you record over the part at the beginning of Don't Stop Where You Get Enough of Michael Jackson has this little screech, his, like his woo screech. Where he, screams, where he screams at the beginning. Yeah, so this nigga, Digger, decides to um, grab the microphone that's on this uh, recorder and record his own voice <laughs> over the Michael Jackson screech. So when you play, it sounds like the Michael Jackson part was like the force. I got a lot of power in. It makes me feel like it makes me feel like and then it just pauses and it's dead silence for a second. Then now you hear Daniel. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and then it kicks back in. And then it kicks back in to uh <laughs> to the to the Don't song. Stop no. But but the but the way I did it was so seamless. It, it, I'm like, not gonna <laughs> lie, the timing of the way that you did it was perfect. But come on, man. I mean, you know what's funny, though? I still have that tape. I, I still have that tape word, somewhere. Word. I never so, got rid of it. Last word association for you. Three bad niggas and a white boy. Me, you, Adam, and Steven. And sometimes, since Steven was, you know. <coughs> Steven was flaky. He was flaky. We, we, oft, we often interchanged him with, uh, with Zoe. With either Zoe, we interchange him with Lawrence sometimes. Yeah, like. yeah, but yeah, that was that was the uh, that's what we came. That's 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 what we called ourselves. Uh, yeah. We actually came up with that name just out the blue. We went to the basketball court, and I don't basketball court. I don't know if it was the day that the dude pulled the gun out. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, so I'll tell that story real quick. So we went to the basketball court, and it was mind you, it was. It was at a church, this it was a yeah. it was a church gym, and we went to play ball at this church gym, and this Thursday night, uh, this dude from Goose Creek, which ironically we almost got into a different fight with him, um, at a different basketball court in Goose Creek, which is a different story, but uh, and but he came with his son, who was the son had to be like seven or eight years old. And they both had these new Jordans that had just came out. I forgot the series of the Jordans, but they were fly as fuck. Uh, uh, I, I want to say they were the twelves, the taxi cabs. I don't remember which ones. I think they were the twelve taxi cabs. I had to look. No, I think I think they were higher than that. I think it was like the twenty. But I had to look um, because it was. Anyways, wait. The tw- no, the twenties came out after I was done with school, dog. Yeah, I don't remember which ones, but anyway. He he had these new J's that came out, and his son had a pair. And at some point throughout the time that we were playing basketball, somebody uh, decided to steal his Jordans. I mean, first and foremost, he shouldn't have worn them out there anyway because he only wore them out there to stun on us, which, you know, that's right. cool. But, I mean, you stun at your own risk around ratchet niggas. We didn't steal them. Like, church or not? Yeah, I church or not. Church we or didn't not. steal them. But um, his Jordans were missing, and he called his girl, baby mama, whatever, and said, yo, baby, bring the gun. Somebody stole my kicks. And he was like, all right, man, 
whatever. And he and his niggas would not let nobody out this church. And um, not to, to sound racist or anything, but it was a predominantly uh, Christian or white uh, church. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Dig us. Well, no, no, I'm here. I just had to, um, what's it called, switch off my um, Wi-Fi. Okay. Uh, it was a predominantly uh, white church. You know, yeah. Be racist or anything. So we had this young white preacher, and he was trying <laughs> to talk this muscle-bound, fresh-out-of-jail ghetto dude down. Like, <laughs> I, I, hey, man, <laughs> I, the, the preacher must have called on God and all God's disciples to try to calm this what? dude down. He wouldn't what? let us leave. Uh, Somebody called the cops, and we're just sitting there. I don't know how we left before the cops got there. I don't know how we did it, but apparently we, no, the three, wait, he, he sort of G checked us. It was me, you, and Steven. He was just like, you know, you guys are trying to get out of here fast. You mind if I check your bag? We just threw the bags down. We're like, yo, just. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He checked the bags, and, and there was none in the bag, so he let us go. <laughs> and everybody, and everybody else just stayed there. So we, we end up walking up the street, and, and I, I think we was talking about, man, it ain't no way that dude was gonna fuck all three of us up. Man, we three bad niggas and a white boy right here. And then yeah. that's how it. That's how we originated. The- Steve, yeah, Steven started coming up with like, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> and then we just started singing three. Yeah. Bad niggas and a white boy, yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we were walking, we walked, it was pitch black outside, yeah. and it we was, didn't because we didn't, was, yeah, it was storm black, yeah, it was storm black because we because the road they were walking on didn't have any street lights, um, no lights, and um, just walking, singing that song the whole like pretty much the whole. The whole way through. Well, we got to the end to where, you know, you almost turn into the neighborhood and Adam picked us up in a car because he just got done with a date with um, Steven's sister. Now, Adam was with us. Was he? Yeah. Three bad thinking, niggas I'm and a white boy. It. He's a white boy. You think about it. Uh, yeah, I'm th- <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about a completely different night then. Yeah, you think about a different night. <clears throat> so. Yeah, yeah but, Adam, um, Adam's with us. Yeah, that in that is the word association. So the next is actually a question that I modified. That, you know, it said, you know, we spoke about sibling fights earlier. Do you remember a fight that you and Digger got into together? Were we on the same team? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there was um the the one that I remember like that stands out to me. It was me, you and our sister. Oh right. yeah, I know a story you about to tell. Did you have a different one in mind? <clears throat> no, 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 no. I didn't at all, actually. Yo, I remember. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, I was a badass little kid in school, but it was um, I had got kicked off the bus. Yeah, and we was riding the bus home. So for some reason, on the way home, I decided to cuss the bus driver out. I was like, yo. Why the fuck oh. you kicked me off the bus? And I didn't even do shit because I didn't do shit. But I just decided to be that guy. 
and um, I was cussing the bus driver out. And then the bus driver was like, well, if you don't stop, I'm going to turn this bus around and drop you off at the school. And I was like, and, and mind you, there was 60 other kids on the goddamn bus, and I didn't give a fuck. If not more. <laughs> if not more. And I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm going to turn the damn bus around. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and she, uh, she showed enough to turn the bus around. And when she, when she turned the bus, because it was me and this other kid that got kicked off the bus, my homeboy Rob. Uh, shout out to to, uh, to to Big Rob Diego, uh, but uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> my homeboy Rob got kicked off the bus. So um, I was cussing her out, and then he got kicked off the bus. And uh, she turned uh, uh, she turned the bus around, and then we, she calls the principal, or whatever, to, to get us off the bus. And as she's driving back to the school, this random kid, uh, this random kid decides that he wants to try like cuss at me, and I'm already heated up. So I turn to him and tell him to mind his fucking business. <laughs> there ain't nothing you can All do. Facts. Yeah, I'm like mind your fucking business. There ain't shit you can do. You ain't in the driver's seat. The bus driver already made her decision. All right, so he's sitting there cussing me out. His homeboy decides to talk, start talking shit too. I look at him and say, look, mind your fucking business before you get fucked up. <laughs> and me and him are going back and forth. Me and this dude's going back and forth. And then for some reason, I don't know why, but the bus driver decides to let the other kid get off the bus first. He was sitting like two seats first. behind me. You know what I mean? And then he started talking shit on his way out. I said, man, get out of here before I fuck you up. And he looked at me and said, you going to fuck me up? You gonna fuck me up? And then he he does. He grabs me and pushes me to the window. And as I'm regaining myself, I look up. And have you ever seen like a fish out of water just flapping? <laughs> like before I can react, this motherfucker is flapping. And I'm like, why is he flapping like that? And the reason why is because Digger had his arm around this fucker's neck, choking the shit out of him. And oh, my and my sister <clears throat> was beating the shit out of this man. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about putting all kind of paws on him. Look, I, I said it earlier. Like so, so, like when it comes to fighting, some people uh, catch the hands, some people throw the hands, and some people catch them. Catch them. And he showing up in this this uh, this uh, situation. This kid was Randy Moss catching all the hands, and my sister was Brady. Like, hands fucking down. Yeah. And I used that analogy earlier, so I had to use it again. But um, uh, she, he was getting his ass whooped when I looked up. And it happened so fast because, like, when he pushed me against the window, I was sitting next to this chick, um, one of my homegirls. Uh, 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 and, like, she kind of ducked down, and I looked up, and I was like, well, shit. If they're fighting, well, let me jump in too. And I just started whooping his ass. It was a whole, it was a family affair. And the fun, oh, yeah. and here's and... here's the funny thing about that story. His homeboy turned and looked like he wanted to jump up. And I think it was my sister said something like, "If you jump up, you will get your ass whooped too." And he did not make a peep. Sure <laughs> didn't make man. a peep. And then um, like I was I was obviously I was emotional because I didn't know what the fuck happened. When I get emotion, I get amped. And sometimes when I get amped, you know, sometimes I start crying. I was crying a little bit. And I was like, nigga, what the fuck? You know, you know how it is. It was a nigga crying like, this nigga ain't about to do this shit to me. One of those. Um, so 
I was all emotional and shit like that. And the first off, the bus driver was appalled that he attacked me like that. Like, so so appalled that the bus driver decided to let us stay on the bus and get him off the bus. Mind you, she turned the whole bus around to because take my ass back to school. <laughs> but she was so appalled that he had decided to attack me unprovoked. Because it was unprovoked. He attacked me unprovoked. He was so appalled by that, he decided to let him stay on the, let me stay on the bus. But I was so emotional and I was wound up. And I was talking like, what the, you know, and then all of a sudden I turned and looked at the back of the bus with a big ass smile on my face. Oh, I'm okay, y'all. We all good. And everybody on the bus just bust out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just bust out laughing. (laughs) Yeah, that shit was crazy. All right. But um, what's it called? So the next question is, if you were to make a soundtrack of top five songs to represent our upbringing or us growing up or us being in the same room together what five songs would they be that is actually a very hard question it is is. um i mean i know some albums that stood out uh particularly well yes songs albums songs um you want to do it this is a question no 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 I, i i i i'll see if i come up with some songs I know one song would be, um, and this is a weird one, pause, um, would, would be Controversy by Prince. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason why is because we used to have that Prince the hit CD and we used to play Madden, uh, old yeah. school Madden on the Super and Nintendo. Controversy was the first song on the hits volume two. Yeah. So we would play we would play that and that would be playing in the background. Um, a lot of Puffy and Mace. Um, no Way Out, yeah. No Way Out album. The No Way Out album. Harlem World. Definitely. <clears throat> On there, um, uh, you know what song I would throw in there personally? What? Race Against Time. Oh yeah, Race Against Time. Um, I learned I, I learned how to drive to that album pretty much. Yeah, and Race Against Time. Uh, then that's Jaw Rule for those who don't know what the hell we talking about. Oh yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, Jaw Rule's first album. Um. God, that's a hard one. I, I, I we would need a whole show on <laughs> albums yeah. and songs that represented our life. Um, yeah, that, that's 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 hard. Um, uh, you know, an, an, uh, another album would be um the Volume Two, Jay Z Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. Yeah, absolutely. Because that was uh one of my, it was actually one of my, uh, first maybe ten fifteen. Uh, ten to fifteen albums that I owned, um, because you I remember you went and started buying a whole bunch of tapes and CDs and shit, um, yeah. working at. And mind you, once again, this is back in the the late nineties and nineties, so so CDs wasn't popping like they were. Um, right. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, they were still a re- relatively not as popular technology. But we used to have all the tapes and stuff. And, and the first tape that you bought me, um, I remember, was uh, Volume 2. JD nope. Volume 2. And That's then. Lisa the, bought you that for Christmas. I remember the first tape I bought you. Was the DMX? No. Because I remember DMX I had. DMX was, like, DMX was like one of the third. But the first tape I've ever bought you, you said we walked into Cats Music because remember, I was buying both me and your school clothes, right? Because I was Oh, like, was it? Hold up, hold up. Was it? Uh, Jermaine Dupri? It was. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine Dupri, Life in 1472. 
Yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah. But those but like you know what's funny. Go ahead. Oh, go no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that those were like my <laughs> first three tapes, and I, and I remember, um, I remember like that was one of the first tapes you bought me the 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 DMX the Jay Z, and then I remember um, I found at school. Uh, shout out to uh, once again Yoga Mikey, uh, yeah, because we was talking about this story. Um, we was talking about this story uh, when he was on the show. Uh, when he was on the show about uh, the eighth grade field trip. Um, but I, I remember in eighth grade, uh, I forgot who, who else was with us, but I remember I was walking with Mikey. He probably doesn't remember this, but I was walking with, uh, Killer Mike, um, to one of the classes that we was in and somebody else that was with us, um, I found the tape on the ground and I didn't know exactly what it was, but somebody lost the tape and I picked it up and I went, took it home and I started playing it. And it was my, one of my first exposures to No Limit Records, and it because yep. it was TRU, true to the game. And if I remember the story correctly, it was you, Mikey, and Chuck Booker. I think it was Chuck Booker. If I remember the story correctly, I think it was. We all know my memory is like <laughs> we was walking to so, a class yeah. or something. <clears throat> so that's the top five um, songs on the soundtrack. Now the next question is a question that I added on to. It's a three part question. So one of the questions are. Are there any video game memories that stick out between you and Digga? What games did y'all play, and which were your favorites? <clears throat> uh, we played a lot of games. I, I think um, if you talk about from the past, a lot of the the games that I remember from the past, especially when we talk about like just regular, like <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to do it by system. Like when we think about regular Nintendo, it was always Double Dragon Two. Um. Yeah. Play act, uh, hoops. Yep. Uh, pretty. What was it? Pretty face and 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 pretty face and M Doc and, and M Doc. Yeah. We, we had the the little cheat <laughs> where you can always make that three pointer from half court. Yeah, you can always make three pointer from half court, and um, M Doc went to the um top side. Yeah, the top left side. So we had hoops. Um, we'll see the other one. Um, definitely double dragon two. Uh, anything yeah. that was pretty much two player, we 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 play action football, play action. super spike volleyball. <laughs> well, super spike volleyball, I, that that was a fun one, but you know, crackhead ruined that for me. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this, this is look. This was when I knew, <laughs> like early signs. Uh, I, I'm going to tell this story, and please. Go ahead. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a, a a good pause in this story, but um for super, for, for regular Nintendo we had the game called Super Spike Volleyball and it was dope um, volleyball game and um this this guy that we used to hang out with in the past who is now a crack well we, it was weird that we hung out with him because we whooped his ass a few times I'm pretty sure you told the story on the show but where you whooped the Homie ass, and then he, he actually walk him home. Anyway, that yeah, that, we did tell that story. Yeah, so that kid he came uh, over and he was hanging out with us and was playing the game. And once again, when it comes to like games and shit like that, I'm very competitive. And you know, we we had a couple of bad rounds we were losing, and this motherfucker <laughs> stopped the game and was like, "All right, we gotta win this, one, okay? We gotta win it." 
And he looked us dead in our eye and said, look, I'm just going to let you know, this is how serious I am about this game. If we lose, we got to fuck each other in the ass. Pause. And (laughs) at that moment, I looked at Daniel. I said, what the fuck? And we turned the game (laughs) off and left. Mind you, mind you, it was our house (laughs) that he was playing the game at. It was our house. Well, we turned that shit off and we walked right the fuck out, man. Like, like, yeah. so, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? Yo, then... But one of my, one of my favorite two-player games that I played with you was um, Chip and Dale yep. Rescue Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That shit was fun as fuck. Uh, we... Dinosaurs, Dinosaurs for Hire. Dinosaurs for Hire was a good one. Oh, we had a Sega. I forgot about <clears throat> the Sega. Yeah, we put in some work on the Sega. Damn. Golden, Golden Axe was... It. Golden Axe was probably my favorite one. I'll, 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 I'll put that there. I still remember when we beat that game. We got to the last level. Um, no, we I know. I said I remember. Golden Axe was probably one of my favorite ones that we played together. I mean, we played like like traditional sports games like Madden and, and a lot of NBA Live, especially NBA Live '96. Um, yeah, we we put in some work on the um, '64 PlayStation. The the Dreamcast was also very fun, um, but I, I would probably yeah. say. Um, some of the games that we had on the Sega were were probably the the funnest ones to play two two player and Golden Axe definitely. Yeah, I I agree with that. So, yeah, that answers that question. Yeah. All three, you questions. know, you know. Uh, also, next- uh, just to kind of do one as an honorable mention, like um, some of the other games like um, that we played together was pretty dope too. So um, when, we, when we got a little older, so um, Rainbow Six Two. We played that shit yeah. together. We played the the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles always is fucking dope. Uh, on PlayStation, yep, yep, and then yep, yep. I will probably say the number one favorite game um, uh, to play uh, when we were older with you. And we also had Mikey there and old um, <clears throat> old Anna, old, old Anna, uh, but Rock Band, hands down. Rockman, oh yeah, WTF. Oh, yeah. Rich and well, Rich, Rich was there. Uh, Rich, I'm gonna say Rich. Rich was a part of the band yeah. too. <laughs> Remember, WTF WTF was the name of the band. Seymour, what's name? Seymour sticks on the drums. Lars Candy, Lars Candy on the vocals. What was Mikey? Mikey's character was Miles on the on the guitar. Yeah, we killed that shit. That shit was that shit was fun as fuck. Cause Rich's character had Rich's character was a black guy with a um big black. Afro. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I got. I forget the name of his character, but yeah, we played. That oh, shit WrestleMania two thousand two on uh, sixty four. Oh yeah. And the thing about WrestleMania two thousand is that was the first game where I remember like when me and Mark, we were in our later teens, and you know the thing about it was it didn't matter who won; the game was just yeah, it was fun. fun. So, shout out to that game. So, the next question is a two-parter question also that I added the second part. Well, I added the first part. Because the first part, I mean, I just, the first part I added and the second part was the question. It says, do you you remember the best um, Christmas that you and Digga had? And this was the initial question. What was the best Christmas gift that you ever got from Digga? So I just added the. Do you remember the best Christmas that we had? Um, I remember one of the 
funnest Christmases that we well, we had a lot of good times during Christmas. I remember one of the, the yeah. uh, very fun Christmases when we didn't we go to um, the white girl's house just uh, in, in Somerville the with the racist dog, and we took one of our yeah, and we took one of our friends with us. Yeah, <laughs> so it was two. It was two bad. Well, actually, it was three bad niggas and a white boy once again, and we just interchanged that yeah. third nigga just like Destiny's Child. Um, <laughs> yeah, for for our homeboy Lee, and we went and we went to the house, and like Lee could not believe that the, that they had a racist dog, <laughs> so we had to go show him. He was like, "Hey, it's Christmas time. Let's go say what's up, spread uh, some Christmas cheer, and go, you know, show him this racist dog." And then um, we uh, and I'm going there. Did the power? That wasn't the night that the power went. Oh, uh, what's the night that? The, the, no, the power because Lee was in the house. The power oh yeah, the out. power. First and foremost, you know, not to be that type of person, but for these white folks, they're like all these niggas in their houses, and then the power cut out, and and <laughs> and not have anything missing because they had a, they had a little bit of money too. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying what? that just goes to show, like we ain't those type of niggas. But hey, if we were, bruh, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> And they, they didn't have any inkling that one of these niggas was doing nasty things with their daughter, bro. <laughs> Come on, yeah, it was, a, it was a different. It was a different time back then. If, yo, and how how many times did we go to their house and the parents just said, "Well, we trust these guys," and they just and they, yeah, they left us in the house and shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> if I had any good food in this motherfucker, all that should be gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That but one. Yeah, like, um, there was a couple other. You know what I used to love back in the day when we, um, like during Thanksgiving, when we just used to drive house to house and get plates, and then after that we would go to the movie theater. Yeah, like it'd be me, you, and Adam. Yeah. Uh, just go drive house to house to go grab plates, and then we go to the movie theater after that shit. You know, you know when you're saying that we didn't bring Stephen around a lot when that shit happened. See, he was always a wild card. Steven, uh, I, I will say this. I will say this. Like, like, like. If it, if it came down to it, and you know, I always think of things in, in sports, and when it comes to like, like my group of friends and shit like that, I always make sure that I have a a, a, a fifteen to twenty man roster, right? You know what I mean? Right. You, you, like, just like in the NBA, you have your you have your thirteen people that are on the team, and you got your two reserve players, and then you have your D League players. Steven would be on that team, to be honest with you. Just because, yeah. like, he's... He, the the D-League? Nah, he'll be on the roster. Like, just because, just like, we went through a lot of stuff with Steven, man, like... I agree. And But but one thing that's always been good about Steven is, like, he's all, he, like, he was always a, a, an extremely kind of loyal friend, even though he was crazy. And yeah. he did, like, shit that was unexplainable. Like, unexplained... Yeah. Like, when, when I say that Steven did stuff that was unexplained, like this is this is what I mean. Like Steve is the type of guy that if you're in an army barracks, like if Call of Duty was real, right, and you're all with your squad, you're bunkered down in the house. Steve is the type of nigga that will pull the pin out of a grenade, hold it, and, and say, "Hey guys, look!" and just start laughing because he think it's funny. <laughs> That's the type of reckless shit that Steven would do. <laughs> like, yo, Steve, what the fuck? Um. But that's, that's true. Like, that's the best way I can explain that nigga's personality. <laughs> but 
like that's because he thinks it's funny. But you know, he, but he was still like a good friend. Um, but uh, yeah, that's um, what I would do. But uh, other than that, um, we were getting back to the like like Christmas. Uh, I can't I can't remember. Yeah, like the best gifts because I I remember a lot of them and I I tend to not right, right. like <laughs> remember that kind of stuff. I want to say one. I want to say one thing about you know Christmas is, um, long time ago I bought this small Christmas tree and I always said it has Chernobyl lights <laughs> on yeah. it. Yeah, because it wasn't orange. It wasn't yellow. It was. I couldn't tell you what these lights glue. Like, if you looked at um, Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, it was the color of the ooze. Yeah, it was almost. weird. But you know what? Um, I what remember that? that tree. And, like, it was in our bedroom. Because, um, yeah. you know, growing up, we shared a room. Cause, um, yeah. But it but it was very... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was very Christmas-like. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember the last time I saw the tree was um, when you had the apartment that was um, on Rivers Avenue, right before Correct. I moved in. Mark Mark invited me to his house for Christmas. I mean, it wasn't for Christmas, but um, I want to say your baby mama just moved out because she used to live. There. Oh yes, yes, yes. She she moved out, and I had and, moved um, into a different. I remember apartment. it was yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I remember it was Christmas time and the tree was up and I'm like, yo, you still got this tree. And this was like almost, you know, years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? And still had the tree. That's correct. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I want to say one of the best, I wouldn't even say that was a Christmas gift, but you know, just the fact that Mark took it after I moved out and everything was yeah, pretty I dope mean, to me. A lot of but memories. Say, a lot of memories oh, good time for tied to that, man. And I want to say one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever given my brother was something that he only played for like a good week. It was the South Park um, Nintendo oh, 64 yeah. game. That shit was fun. And and I, this is how my, fast my brother beat the game. I remember falling asleep for like 30 minutes and I wake up and he's on the last stage and he beats the game. I'm like, damn, I felt like I wasted money on this Christmas present. But he kept on playing yeah, the game. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I think you got me something. I can't remember. When? No, uh, I, I, I don't think it was that. Uh, I think you got. I think you just got it, just because. I'm, I'm trying to think of. It was. A, it was a couple of CDs. But it wasn't for. It wasn't Christmas. No, I got you. Um, I got you two CDs for Christmas. I think the year before that, because it was big timers. How you love that volumes one and two. Yeah, I, I remember those. But no, I was thinking of like M and M CD. Yeah, that's no, that was your I, birthday. That, that was the wrong holiday. That was birthday. No, shout out. So shout out to. And, um, I got. I gotta give. I gotta go give two two shout outs for, for like my passion in music. Like like definitely growing up with Digger. Like and like and if anybody who knows him who's listening knows that this motherfucker has <clears throat> the the fucking like he he's a walking music catalog as far as like it's the knowledge and the, the the different diversity of music like you can walk in and you can hear some hear some shit that's like 
it sounds like mice fighting over a beat or some shit like that. It, like it, it, it sound like the most fucked up shit. And you're like, what is this you're listening to? And you're like, oh, this is a uh, this is DJ Jammy. Um, he originated in England. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? You? Uh, <laughs> uh, some bullshit. <laughs> but but you and um, our cousin Chris, um, who, who passed away, rest in peace. Um, like y'all two yeah. had like uh, like a very keen ear for music and sound, and I I got a lot of that from y'all two, and and that's where my passion of music right, comes right. from, especially from you because we <laughs> lived together and you would come in with a new CD, motherfucker would come in with a a damn CD of motherfucker I have never even heard of, like one day he'll buy yo look I just picked up this new C murder CD. And then the next day, it's like, yo, I just got this Pink Floyd. What? <laughs> That's a true story. I think, I think the oddest thing I've ever played in the house that you've grown accustomed to was about a Robbie Williams CD. And I used to play yeah, like, DJ. Robbie Williams? Like, uh, what's the what's what's music <laughs> store? Like, like, was the clerk at the music store at the counter looking at you funny? Yeah, I want to uh, buy this murder, murder, kill, kill tape. And this soft rock. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this '80s soft rock right here. Yeah, just put it put it next to the sea murder. I remember, I, I remember, you know, shout out to Adam. Adam always put me on the new music, right? But there was one CD that he had that I could not get into at all, and I think the group's name Air is Supply. Air Supply. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with Air Supply. Uh, I forgot. I forgot Adam what the song said, but yeah. Adam, Adam, Adam tried playing it for me. I think the song was called like Love Out of Nothing at All. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like this ain't it, dude. <laughs> you know, you or, know, it was um, uh, just, just the last thing I'm add about that. You know, it was also very unique about us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you see us at a stoplight, it's weird, <laughs> but it's very unique. Like one day we could be in the, in the whip. And, you know, like, we're all decked out in our, our ball and gear or whatever the fuck. Um, and you can look at us at a, at a light. And one one week, we're just blasting some Jay-Z, right? We're just blasting Jay-Z, yeah. right? And you, if you follow us for uh, at that first light, when we're blasting the Jay-Z, if you followed us for about a few miles up the road, and then you stop us at the light, nigga, we could be listening to some, like, Madonna or some shit, right? <laughs> Also, oh, Robert Palmer or, or some bullshit. And you like, yo, these ain't the same niggas I was at the life <laughs> a couple miles back. That, that, but that was how diverse That's we were true, with our music. It was pretty cool. All right, so the next question is a question that I asked. Tell a story where I put you on. To like a, whether it be music, fashion. Oh, uh, I was about to say, uh, a female? Because <laughs> I remember... I do remember you put oh, me on to the Montana girls that one time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, that uh, you put me on to something. Um, once again, your memory is better than mine. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of once again, there's a lot of music you put me on to for sure. Um, definitely wouldn't wouldn't have appreciated everybody in no limit without your passion in that. Um, you're you're actually one of the reasons, if not the reason, that I'm a huge Prince fan. Other than, other than remembering the the movie Purple Rain, damn near uh, word for word by the age of ten, because we've watched it so damn much. Uh, 
Um, but I, I would probably say like like you you are one of the reasons why I'm I'm a huge Prince fan. Um, because you put me onto that. But uh, I I can't remember anything else from like a fashion. Uh, any, I mean chains definitely definitely no, chains. You were the, you're the fashion definitely guy. chains. I I will say this. Yeah. What, um. Oh yeah. I like like when it comes to fashion, I, I tend to sometimes be the. The, the fashionable one out the group, even though we uh, like you know all the people around me dress very very well and very good, but um, I will I will probably say when it comes to like jewelry, you you definitely because I ne- I never had a lot of jewelry or any jewelry at all. Like you were the reason why I got my ears pierced for one. Um, oh that oh let me yeah. can, do you mind if I tell that story? No, no, no I'm saying you're the reason why I got my today, ears but... pierced because at first I wasn't going to do it. I, I always had this like professional mindset, like uh, they're not gonna hire a nigga with pierced ears um, anywhere. And I always had that. I was I was a little different back in the day. I, I was an overthinker and, and over analytical um, uh, in the past. Yeah, I had my moments, moments. <laughs> but I was, but like that's the kind of mindset that I had in the past. But like when when I started seeing jewelry and and, and Dick started wearing like the watches and and shit like that. Like I started becoming, like 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 so that part of fashion you definitely put me onto, especially like with the chains and shit. I remember, uh, almost like how Jay Z and Rockefeller had their chaining day. I remember the first No Limit chain you gave me, and that was like chaining oh, yeah. day for me. Actually, so let me tell the story. So the first executive decision I made as an adult was to sign to get my brother's ears pierced. Against oh, yeah. my mom's <laughs> so we went so we went to the mall. I think it was me, you, Danielle, and um Danielle's manager. Oh yeah, that was house. a fun I'll trip. And name. somebody else was with us, one of Danielle's homegirls. Who was who? Yeah. I forget was which one's the light skinned one. Oh god. No, nah, it was Ted. it was No, nah, it was no, no not Sophia. It was the light skinned one that used to play sports. And and she had the straight hair. Ted. She lived in like the Crowfoot area, and she was actually that's Ted. she was actually kind of bad. She was cute. Okay, yeah, that's it. That was Tabby. <laughs> I only remember that because I was sitting next so, to her in the I car. Sorry for anybody who hears the show. Yes, then yo, I had crushes on your friends, but I ain't never. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what's it called? So I had my ears pierced for about six months at that point, right? So I'm sitting there in Claire's buying earrings and my brother's just like, you know, oh, those are dope. I said, why don't you get your ears pierced? And Mark's like, nah, I can't because mom ain't here. And I'm like, I'm 18. I'll sign for you. This is like in the middle of the summer now. (laughs) So the summer he turned 17, I signed for him to get his ears pierced. That's my first executive decision as an adult. And I remember when he came home, like Mark is mom's baby now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Marcus Miles' baby, so I said, "Just go in the house and don't say anything." So that's funny. Mark tried to say, you know, he went in the house to get some water, and Mom stops him and said, no. "Are your ears pierced?" And wait, wait, goes, wait, yeah. wait. We all he know, goes, yeah. Like if y'all don't know, we call my mom Honey. Um, like her, my mom's nickname is Honey, so we all know how Honey get down. And Honey wouldn't just yeah. like, "Is your ears pierced?" <laughs> honey said, "What the hell is in your ears?" <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, that was Daniel's first executive decision. 
And the thing about it is she goes, you can't get your ears pierced. How'd you get your ears pierced? And I said, I signed for them. My mom said, mark it. Yep. <laughs> Can you stay? Uh, or I've gotten the talking to in my life. And I remember my mom said, if you think you're grown, you think you're an adult, get the fuck out of my house. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, there's it was all, it, I mean, it's all already pierced. <laughs> Shout out to him. So, now, the next question is, Another question I asked. There's always been a revolving cast members around us. Who um, are your favorites? You know what? I will say this. Because uh, revolving cast members seem very... Revolving cast members seem very like hard to explain. Because we have a lot of people who started out as... Because we didn't see them as often as revolving cast members who are now like full-time <laughs> members of the show. Right. Almost like The Office. You Man remember how has, The Office... Yeah. I don't know if y'all watched The Office... How the office added that new branch, and then Andy stayed or whatever the fuck. And now Andy ran the office. Things like the main character. Anyways, it's almost like that. But um, I would probably say, as far as like revolving, like the folks that were in and out. Um, my a, a couple of my favorite ones, like um, were was Zoe, definitely Zoe from Africa. Yeah. Um, and uh, Robbie Pill. Uh, I don't know if we, uh, I don't know if we want to see revolving. Um. Yeah, I mean he's, uh, he's now, so so Stevens definitely. Those are my, my top three revolving. Uh, I will say, you know, I don't know if y'all remember on the last show that I did with um uh, the last show with the interview, like uh Mikey. um Mikey is um Mikey started out as one of my kind of like revolving friends, and like I I, I feel kind of yeah. weird saying this, Paul's no homo, but like 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 Mikey's my dog, like like it's my brother. And um, I speak very highly of, of that. Um, some other folks who, who have kind of uh, bloomed and in, in, in blossomed into that role is definitely Ronaldo. Because, um, like, and, and Cliff for sure. Yeah. Cliff have saved my life. And I say that uh, that way, but uh, on numerous occasions, uh, we lived together for a few years. So, so they're, they're definitely like, like yep. When you talk about like that starting five or that that that, that front seven, that they're part of that. Um, but as far as revolving Got characters, it. it's in and out. I would probably say uh, uh, Robbie, uh, good old Robbie Pill, um, Zoe, Steven, yeah. uh, my homeboy Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence. Uh, my homeboy Archer. Yeah. Uh, I haven't talked to him in years, but every but like we we uh, we went. Pretty much my whole high school and middle school career. That was my dog, uh, Archer. And then we saw it, we we ran into each other a handful of times after high school and and kept in touch for for several years, uh, like in between. But every single time I run into him, it's like everything is is, is never dropped off. And another person that that I also have that type of relationship with is my homeboy. My my original rush hour partner, my original partner in crime, my first and original point guard, uh, MK, like MK, uh, Kendall, that MK the commissioner, commissioner, Kendall, yeah, um, he was uh, like like definitely me and him were um, were, were, were like we we did a shit that was like my first. Pardoning crime right there. Um, 
one of my first partners in crime right there. And and we we still uh we, we still keep in touch to this day, even though I live a few states away. We always text each other on a holiday, so text me randomly and just check on me, I'll check on him. Yeah, so um that's 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 my boy. And it was another one of those situations where, you know, obviously after a certain amount of time, you know, people have their own lives and they move on and do their things. But um, a lot of the people, pretty much everybody that I named is is somebody that um, if you run into them or you get in contact with them, like you can just pick up right where you left off and and things will be the same. And that's what that's important yeah. to those relationships with those folks that you consider revolving. It's, it's like if you can't pick up where you left off and it still feels the same, then, you know, it, it, yeah, I, I wouldn't say there's no need for them because, you know. But like, like it, it, it's just it, there wasn't that that chemistry or whatever there in the first place, and there's a lot of of, of people like that. Like like uh, another one is Cortez. Um, uh, when was the last time I saw my homeboy uh, uh, Mayday Pepper and D May? Yeah, so so all those cats, man, it's just yeah. it's just folks that like like you can pick up and. And it's just they're always gonna be there. And then I have like a lot of folks that that I that I associate with and who are my people now who I would consider in that top twelve or top fifteen roster spots. So shout out to to uh, my homeboy um, uh, Alan Lorenzo, who's an amazing producer. Uh, my homeboy Ant, who's um, Who's probably one of the, the the smartest people that I know? Um, Globetrotter Extraordinary. I'm, I'm probably saying this, uh, and I know you can't. I, I know you can't hear this from wherever your green card, uh, not green card, wherever your passport. I don't know. Why I say green card. Wherever your passport <laughs> it has you right now, um, and then uh, also uh, uh, my homeboy um, Double M, uh, Marcus. Who uh, who I met through Ray and, and Marcus is probably uh, you, you could definitely tell he's from um, from Chi Town, um, but he's Chicago. probably one of the like low key, <laughs> just straightforward but funniest people that you will probably ever meet. Like because he'll say some shit and he's very serious <laughs> about it and it's just funny <laughs> because he he pulls he, he like he, he holds no punches. No, but the funny the funny. The... The funny thing about Double M is sometimes when he's being condescending, he does it in such a nice way yeah. that you really he, don't know. He just he's, he's, he's very um he's just very straightforward, right? Uh, very straightforward, very uh, unapologetic yeah. sometimes. But but like like if you get him and know where he's coming from, like like you would just like yo, this is that dude right there, like yeah. So. The next question is actually one of the my favorite questions that a guest asks. What bad advice? What bad advice give has Nigga not given me? Um, <laughs> what? you're laughing like you have uh, an idea. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Uh, I know. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I, I don't. You've it's not like you've never told me some shit like, "Hey, don't." Uh, I don't think there's, there's really has been any bad advice that you've given me. I think anytime it came to like bad advice, it, it was stuff like, "Hey, let's uh, 
to sneak out the house. Oh, uh, let's sneak out the house and here, here, here's one. Here's a good. <laughs> let's sneak out the house and play this game called uh, manhunt with a car. <laughs> that was probably that Man was probably hunt. your worst idea. <laughs> and advice. Okay, so you got to. So once again, we're teenagers with a car, um, and it's the three bad niggas and the white boy. Uh, the uh, with Steven being the uh, the third nigga. Because as you heard so far in this story, that that third nigga is interchangeable, just like Destiny's Child. Um, but it was uh, me, Digger, Adam, and Steven. And we decide that we're going to go to these girls' house. Um, but we have some time to kill. And not only did we have to sneak out the house in order to get there, which you probably found listening to the show that we've done that all, very often. But to kill time, Digger decides to play. I say, yo, we should play this game called Manhunt. I don't know where he thought of this game, off the top of his head or whatever, but the game consists of somebody getting behind the wheel of Adam's car. We taking turns getting behind the wheel of Adam's car. We went to this vacant baseball field and we just start chasing each other with the car. And the idea was that you kind of played on the gas a little bit and then you sped up as a joke. Um, and, but you had to jump out the way before the, you got hit with the car. Like when I say it, when I say it out loud, I am appalled <laughs> that we even that we even played this fucking game. Like, <laughs> like when I say it out loud, I, like this is the dumbest shit that I've, I'm hearing. Um, but we decided to do that, and um, it, it, yeah, it was just like a, a a derby type shit. I don't fucking know. Um, and we was doing it in this yeah. 1980-something Oldsmobile. Um, so if y'all know anything about those type of cars, they're not small cars, and they're kind of heavy. Um, so, yeah, we decided to play this game. Um, the game did stop. We, we stopped playing this game. and it, it was, it was, This game was brought to an end oh by God. your boy Digger, the inventor of the game, because he decided... He yeah. decided to go too hard on the pedal, and he ran the car through a fence, um, a chain link fence. And instead I of just driving it. all the way through the fence and just letting the car get scratched up, he decides to reverse the fence. Get the fence gets caught on the Burst. hood of the car and rips a hole in the hood of the car. Yes, oh true story. Oh my god, <laughs> true story. We I mean, it was already, up. we called the car the green bean. That was a legendary vehicle in our day. But, uh, yeah, fucked it up. <laughs> All right, so the next, <laughs> the next question is, are there any trips that were very memorable for y'all? Um, I guess they're talking about me and you. The, well, there, well, one wasn't really a trip. One was a, a trip. The, the, the Atlanta trip was... Um, when we went to the basketball game, me, you, and Adam, that was probably one of the one of the the best trips. Obviously, yeah, Vegas, right. um, was was memorable. Oh yeah. Um, when we went to the Prince concert in Columbia, which it's not really a trip because it was only uh, about an hour, hour and a half out. That shit was pretty. That shit was pretty dope and fun, for the exception right. of um, for the exception <laughs> of uh, Adam's girl, who was there. Like you know, no offense to Adam or anything, she was she was a bitch. Um, I said it. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. She was cool people. I liked her, but she was still bitchish sometimes. Um, yeah, that was a that was a fun trip. Um, our Texas trips has always been. Anytime we we get together, we go to Texas to see family. Those trips have always been amazing, uh, yeah. fun. Even when we had the car ride there, and then uh, a few summers back, um, where we got to see uh, Grandma before she uh, before she passed away. That was actually a fun trip. It was as, hot as hell, but it was pretty fun. As a matter of fact, do you know I found out that I snored on a trip to Texas, and I'll never forget this. Um, so my parents got a hotel. We stayed at a Days Inn. I want to say it wasn't Mississippi. Um, yeah, I want to say it was Alabama. No, you know, it, yeah, it, it so had to be one or two. We're just like you know, niggas you know, don't we stay in Alabama for certain reasons. You gotta take the lighter of the two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what's it called? We were just we were just like, hey, look, we'll be in Texas in the morning. So we got up at six and they said, well, we'll be there by nine. You know, we'll be, you know, at grandma's house by nine. We're yep. like, cool. That was a fun trip. Our grandfather uh, Even died. though, you know, <clears throat> no, so the, under the circumstance, but that was a fun trip. You know, the, the Uncle Bruce trip uh, under poor circumstances, that was a fun trip too. <laughs> it was. So what ended up happening is I remember it's like four o'clock in the morning and my brother hits me across the face with a pillow. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell did you do that? Why did I say, what the hell is it? What was that for? You're like, you're snoring. And I didn't know I snored. <laughs> so, so it was pretty devastating yeah. finding out that you're 16 years old and you snore. <laughs> so the next question is a question by one of our, you know, listeners. Yeah, it depends man. on what type of lady you're talking about. Uh, that is true. To, to say that things. is so um, true. I will say this. Um, <laughs> obviously, I've done the name the White Girl Slayer. Um, I, I was I would say like right. we're both kind of ladies men, but in different ways. Like I'm. I, in different aspects, like, in, like here, in different aspects, when yeah. it comes to like the quantity of like the number of, I will probably say that you probably, you know, without giving too much of yourself, like you, you, you've, you're, you've been kind of doing it a little bit longer than I have, because um, you, you kind of got started in high school. I'm a, I, yeah. to, to be, believe it or not, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to females. Like I, I wasn't really as active. In a, in a, or a ladies man in high school, if you will. Um, so, um, <clears throat> Diggy, you kind of was. I, um, I would, I would say, like, like for me, I'm, I am, uh, a ladies man per se. I am also very selective. Like. Very I am very, selective. I am very selective. You, you I turn it on and off when I need to. So there, there's been times where, from a ladies' man perspective, where I've went and I pursued, and there's also been times where other women have pursued me and I have denied because I am very selective. So, so we're all. I mean, I would probably say it just, it just depends on what you mean by that question. Um, right. Right. So, 
and the next question is the last question actually has there been a moment where Digger has ever gotten you out of a jam? Uh, I mean, other than the uh, occasion we used to have in, uh, back in the day where I was like, I would text you or I would call you and be like, yo, I need you to call me in like 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, once again, like I said, I'm very selective. And sometimes uh, when it comes to uh, a few of these females I used to deal with in the past, I did not um, – like to spend a lot of time with them for for certain reasons, and there will be times where I was like, "Yo, digger, I'm with so and so, and I just need you to uh, like come up with something or text me and or call me and say something, and I will because um, I, I need an out." Um, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's happened anything, multiple times in the past. <clears throat> um, at, go ahead. Are you? I got a story where you got Go me out of a jam, and it's embarrassing, but I'll tell it. So, I remember. <laughs> picture this: the date is January. I'm um, July first, two thousand five. Oh, that was the day that my uh, son was born. What happened that day? So, I called my brother. My my brother said, "Yo, dig! I've been calling your phone. You know." Jaden's here. Woo, woo, woo. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I would love to see him, but I don't have a car right now. And he goes, yo, I'll pick you up. Where you at? I <laughs> yeah, said, I yeah, I'm in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so my brother picked me up from the correction, correction yep, department. I, I remember that. <laughs> to meet my nephew. <laughs> and my brother's like, yo. Two, two lorries were, were released that day. <laughs> And both of them, both of them that's were kind of in prison. But um, was I was in prison in the womb. And, um, um, let me stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, I but I was in jail over some bullshit. Yeah, I was like, for the, I'll tell the story. I threw my ex-wife's phone and I Amen. shattered it, and she called the police. <laughs> when you, when you're of a certain hue, so and that person is of, of a different hue. Especially in a city where we're from, sometimes that can be looked at as assault. <laughs> so yeah, and I remember I couldn't go back home because they were just like, you know, that's a domestic dispute. This and the third, yeah. and I ended up staying in a hotel for like a month. <laughs> yeah, after you did the county hotel for a few days, Fortnite. I wasn't even there for a night. I got a um, PR bond. Yeah, because dad made a phone call. <laughs> yeah, dad made a phone call and they were able to give me a PR bond. So, but yeah, that completes, you know, the interview of Red, the complete interview of Red with fan questions in my Nah, man. Um, Any takeaways you got from this? To, to especially reminisce, man. Um, and, and just, just remember a lot of stuff. Like, um, you know, the older you get, sometimes a lot of those memories just kind of drift away from you. And but but just to kind of like yeah yeah ask the questions and and, and kind of travel down memory lane with the memories that you do have, man. And and then just talking about some of these stories and the feelings that you get talking about these stories, it's it's always good to connect on on this stuff. And- and to me, it was good because you know the guests. That's cool. 
had you know most of the questions. I just added a few. So just the fact that they wanted you to be brought back and you know just yeah, hear stories was pretty. Yeah, dope also, to me. I, I, I want to give a shout out to you know I, I named a so, lot of names of folks <clears throat> in this uh, in this this one tonight. And, and 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 all those names of those folks and nicknames of those folks that I that I that I named for for the most part because um, there was a couple of names I, was, I named that was just like whatever um, but the folks who know who they are um, like I, shout out to 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 those folks because like they really helped as far as like just having some good people around you. And, and being able, like I said, to just no matter where you yeah. are in your life, to just reconnect with these folks, uh, especially the ones I connect with every day on a, on a daily basis. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, and the folks that I can just walk up to after not seeing them for right. a while, just pick up where we left <clears throat> off, man. Like those are the type of people that, that really drive me and, and help me be who, um, you know, help me become who I am now. You know what I mean? And then, and there's more people I add to that list, like 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 the relationships I've been in with, with females and, and my kids and, and my you know, like like my, my family. But like, you know, shout out to the folks um whose name I, I said because, you know, they really resonate and they're they're behind a lot of the these stories and and stuff that that we have going on. So big yeah. up. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. And um, like one of the names that, you know, I want to give a shout out to that, you know, yeah, we never mentioned her enough is our sister. Because she was there for, you know, a lot of these stories and, you know, with her being her, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed like because this is episode yeah. 127. She hasn't been on one episode yet. So, you know, I got to get her, I got to get her husband yeah. on like Cause there's a lot of stories, you know, involving involving Evan. You know, shout out to the Drawleys that you know need be mentioned. So, yeah, yeah. man, like I got to get shout her on for, for real. Yo, and uh, yeah, shout out to so. she. Uh, just to let y'all know she is a savage. Um, shout out to her. She is a savage. Uh, <laughs> she like when it comes to to doing those hands, she is what? not the one to be. Play with, um, and I've seen that many times back in the day. So, did I? Did, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I ever tell you about the time yeah. I beat that dude's ass at Waffle House? <laughs> okay, <laughs> true story. I threw hands over my sister. I love her to death, man. And for those who yeah. don't know about my sister, that's my twin. So, she's got to be on the show one day. Um, but nah, other man, that was good. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> Um, always uh, just make sure you keep some good people around you. Uh, stay inside, stay safe. Uh, this this yeah. this very unique circumstance that we're in right now, the world is in. It, it will pass. We just have to be disciplined and be smart. Um, and then check in on your loved ones. Um, because we don't know who's going to do what, Absolutely. and you know we. As you see with what's going on, the time could be short, shorter for some, uh, some folks. So just make sure you you, you check in. Uh, last right, thing, right. Um, and this is just a shameless plug. I like y'all look out for me, man. I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to build my brand here. Um, so follow me on uh, 
Evil Kool Aid. I think it's Evil Kool Aid 15 on Instagram. Uh, you know, uh, fun fact I do have a website. Yeah. Um, I'm not, uh, I do have a website. It is not finished. I've had it for a year and a half. I'm not even kidding. And I have not finished putting it together. Uh, since we've had time in this quarantine, um, I have some, I have been, uh, working on some of that stuff that been a bit my brand. Um, Evil Kool Aid. You know, I may I may join the the podcast game just like my brother did. Hey, right. like I said, it's easy, dog. It's easy. So, my closing statements are: I know a lot of people been asking, "Where's Two Gun? Where's Two Gun?" That nigga got a job, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like he 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 works at nights. I work in the days, and most of the podcasts are done at night. So, you know, we've been trying to, you know, work with his schedule, whatever or not. And sometimes he just can't be on the show. So we make do where we can. Other than that, like my brother said, please be safe. Don't take this pandemic lightly. People are really dying out here. All right. Awesome. Peace. Other than that, y'all have a